Metunetter, Volume 3, The Key to Miracles, Chapter 6, Ma'at, Divine Law and Truth. One of the most important of the fundamental principles of comedic religion is the claim that everything in man's life is governed by law. While everyone will recognize this to be true in regards to our physiological functions, it is not the same with the common thinking concerning our success and failure and behavior. Our destinies result from our actions, which are determined by our thinking in the level of mental and spiritual development and vitality. All of these are obviously meditated by energy. Everywhere, energy's behavior is subject to law. This is true in chemistry, biology, physics. In fact, it is the connection of energy with law that makes science possible. Let's recall what's said in the preface concerning the general misunderstanding of common words. We must dwell, delve deeply into the meaning of the word law to understand the comedic usage of the word and its reality, as well as the word God, the metuneter. In this book, I am not using the word law in the sense of rules, conduct, that are enforced by an authority. Neither it is being used in the sense of the Bible's Ten Commandments. It is being used to denote a sequence of inherently related events that occur with unvarying uniformity under the same conditions. This is the definition of law as it applies to the events of chemistry, physics, and biology, and it denotes as well the 11 laws of God that were discovered by the comedic sages. What the 11 laws of God, the tree of life, have in common with the laws of chemistry, physics, and biology, as opposed to the Mosaic Ten Commandments and a country's, quote, law of land, is the relationship to energy. Like the laws of chemistry, physics, and biology, the 11 laws of God are the observations of the behavior of the spirit and the life force. Holy Ghost, Ra, Sekinah, Kundalini, Ki, etc. The quality of thinking, emotions, spirituality, and physical well-being is subject to immutable laws. If you want boiling water, you apply the laws of physics. You do not place the pot of water on the burner and pray and hope to nourish positive thinking and faith. You turn on the fire and wait a few minutes. It is the same with spirituality. If you want to rid yourself of illness, sinful behavior, poverty, bad character, and the social ills in your environment and failure, you don't pray, hope, and nourish positive thinking and faith. You Inoculate the 11 laws into your mind and behavior and the effects will follow in the same way that heat must flow from the hotter to the colder spot. What is alluded to here is the reality that sins and error and thinking and acting have a special effect on the life force. Christianity alluded to this in the drawing attention to the doctrine of quote, sins against the Holy Ghost, which is not particularly included among the Ten Commandments, which aimed particularly at the regulation of social conduct. 
When you break a law of the spirit, you immediately and automatically damage your mind, body, and physique. It's like defying the law of gravity by jumping off, by jumping of the tenth off the tenth story of a building, honoring your father. What if he's a serial killer? It might seem strange to many to apply the definition of the law to religion as it is applied to science. It is the general conscience consensus that religion is a belief system dealing with man's relations with the metaphysical realm as opposed to the science which operates through reasoning and logic science is from the latin ser meaning knowledge particularly of the physical realm yet the greek scholars in coning their root word for law legin in conformity with the Indo-European base leg corresponded to the legal logic and the Latin legar, which relates to the proceeding to religion. Religion literally means retying. Logic deals with the establishment of legitimacy between ideas. Thus, we can see the Greek and Roman scholars enconing the roots of the words for religion, law, logic, and religion observed an underlying connection between them. The idea of legality and logic connects them all. We will come to see that the type of religion that operates through belief and belief-based faith is the religion that was put in place to spiritually uplift people who were not ready for, ready for whatever reason, to use reasoning and knowledge in their spiritual work. Let's examine the facts. If you were asked about something that you know should have taken place, but you didn't experience it occurring, you could not say that you knew it, knew that it did. You would have to say that you believed it did. We believe when we don't know. A major fact that has been kept secret for most people is that there have always been two types of religion. One in which the teachings that convey knowledge are given and the other in which it is withheld, leaving its adherents to rely on belief and faith. If reasoning is a useful and legitimate endowment of man, why should it be used to be opposed or excluded from our dealings with God and spirituality? Why should scientists be the only ones in possession of knowledge and the means to its attainment, while religious scholars are to be regulated to believing? Why should spirituality be irrational or irrational? Could this be a reason why the billions of well-minded religious people in the world have failed to realize the salvation and spiritual liberation promised by their religions? Is this not a major cause of the exodus from the religious life? The reason is that not all religions have the same foundation and objective. This book has touched on the main differences between the comedic re religion and most others. In the Judeo-Christian tradition, it is accepted that before creation, the elements of the world were in a state of chaos and that the first creative act of God was to bring forth light. Long before these words were written, the 
the band School of Spirituality in Kemet gave the following account of creation, one of the several Kemetic accounts. Quote, Not found I a place I could stand wherein. I enlightened with my wisdom, my will. I laid a foundation in the Ma, the law, and through it, I made every attribute, end quote. This is one of the most insightful of statements that have been made in the history of science and cosmogony. It has the supreme being, quote, saying that it could not make the attributes of things, let alone create things until it established law as the foundation of its creative acts. Since God has based on all law, based all on law, then everything in man's behavior, success, and well-being is dependent on his or her observation of law. This contradicts the belief in salvation through works or grace or positive thinking or positive self-image or ritual or meditation or prayer and so on. As long as a person ignores or violates divine law, all self-help efforts will fall short of the realization of the ideal. Prayers, hope, and faith will find no place to stand wherein. For where there is no law, what reigns in the chaos that preceded creation. It is interesting to note that the hieroglyphic determinative for ma, law, ma'at, is the manifested aspect is the pedestal upon which was placed the statutes of the Kemetic deities. Incidentally, the Arabic word for grace is chaste, chaste, is chaste in the main keynote of the fourth sphere of the Kabbalistic tree of life, which corresponds to divine law. Salvation by Chiste, divine law somehow became salvation by grace. So-called miracles are nothing more than the workings of divine law. <laughs>